0: You're listening to Tabiso Mosea on the Station of the Year.
1: Okay, let's speak to SCBC Sport reporter Chad Clayton about the squad. Good evening, Chad. Thanks for speaking to us tonight.
2: Evening, Tabiso, and evening to the SAFM listeners.
1: Thanks. Maybe firstly, let's talk about the significance of these matches. What do Bafana need to do here to get to AFCON?
2: Yeah, obviously, these are two very crucial matches. Um, It's sort of a seen as the whooping boys of of Group K uh, obviously we know Zimbabwe um, has, has been disqualified uh due to the interference in the football uh, by the government there uh so it's it's a three three men or three team group three nation group uh, Morocco obviously beat us in the opening game on home soil uh in the first round of qualifiers last year uh, and now these are two must win games for Bafana Bafana uh, the two top teams uh, advanced to to the qualifiers uh, to the to the FCON, um, and then obviously with you know Liberia being the only other team eligible alongside Bafana and Morocco, uh, you know these are two crucial games for both teams. In fact, um, which which then makes you know Morocco the favorite uh, to go through, having beaten Bafana already, uh, and then still having to play. Um, Liberia back to back as well, and then um, Bafana uh, in their final qualifier. So, I think it's it's massively important that Bafana uh, make sure that they, they seal their spots uh, at the AFCON uh, by beating Liberia home and away so that uh, they then have no chance of, of um, fighting their way back, uh, you know, by, by losing to Morocco later on and Liberia getting points um, potentially. Uh, you know, we don't see Liberia beating uh, Morocco, but we know in football anything is possible. Uh, but really, this is, is everything is still in Bafana's hands, and and these two games are those two games where you target, you know, six points um, uh, or at least four points uh, to try and get that second and final qualifying spot alongside uh, the favourites who are Morocco.
1: And surely Bafana should be favourites then against Liberia.
2: Yeah, no, of course. Uh, not not just by ranking. Uh, I think in terms of, uh, you know, the, the quality of football, uh, the the domestic leagues, uh, where where the PSL is on the continent. Uh, I mean, we see um, Mamelodi Sundowns obviously flying the South African flag on the continent. So so South Africa as a nation is really uh, seen as as a competitive uh, footballing nation on the continent, um, whereas you know Liberia's is not that popular other than uh, the the president and their former um, Liberia captain, George Um, Weyer. Even his son has chosen to play for the U.S. instead of Liberia. Uh, So that also speaks a lot about, you know, uh, Liberia as a footballing nation. So I definitely think uh, everyone accepts that Buffon are the favourites in in these two uh, qualifiers.
1: Okay. And, And how would you say the coaches are approaching these qualifiers or what's the best way to approach these matches then, Chad?
2: Look, I think it's it's more than uh you know just, just trying to qualify for AFCON. Uh he obviously missed out on, on qualification for, for Qatar last year, uh having come in late into the qualifiers, um and then you know, losing to Senegal. Uh but I think um, this time around he's been given time to to sort of rebuild, uh build a squad that he thinks can compete, not only at AFCON. Uh, but then, obviously, go on to qualify for for the World Cup in 2026, um, in in the US, uh, Mexico, and Canada. Uh, so I think in the in the bigger scheme of things, uh, this should really be a you know a building platform for him um, to to give players that he sees as as uh, Bafana Bafana players for for the 2026 World Cup. Give them that experience, uh, and and obviously, you know, do so by by qualifying for Afcon going to to cote d'ivoire and competing um and then there's obviously also the, the 2024 afcon uh which which will be uh, in you know a, a year later because uh, this current afcon um well like uh, 2025 afcon apologies uh, which will then be a year later because this afcon is now going to be played in january next year due to the weather in in cote d'ivoire so i think it, it's it's massively important that uh, we do start to see uh, progress in the national team under under coach Hugo Bruce. Uh, and and you we can see that in in his selection, he's he's gone for a very strong squad, uh, which I think not many can can argue against. Yes, there's you know a few names that we can question. Why are this? Why is this one being omitted? Why is this one being overlooked? Uh, but I think in in general, um, his his strategy is clear. He's he's sort of found his his players that he thinks uh, you know are. Are suitable to to the way he wants uh, Bafana Bafana to play, uh, and we see that you know he he sticks to his guns with with a few a few individuals that I think a lot of people also have question marks over like how why is this guy still in the national team kind of thing, um, so I think it's 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 clear that he's he's found his blueprint, uh, and it's for him now to just build on that and and obviously do so uh, on the field of play as well with, with results and and attractive brand of football. So, so what what
1: exactly are you seeing in this squad? What would you say is is the theme here in this squad that was announced uh, today? Is the coach uh, going for form? Is he rewarding players that are in form, or is he going with continuity, or is he does he have one eye on the future?
2: I think it's a mixture of of, of all those aspects you mentioned, uh, actually, Tabiso. Uh, I was looking at at the makeup of the squad. Uh, eight players from Sundowns, who are a team on on fire at the moment, as we all know, and that twenty point lead uh, on the DSTV Premiership table speaks volumes of of where they are as, as a club. Uh, not just in, in you know on, on in South Africa, but but also on the continent. Seeing them beat a Ahly five two at the weekend uh, after drawing two two in in Cairo, uh, they really are you know proving to be a force, a real force on the continent. And and he's taken that. Uh, sort of as as his blueprint for the squad. Uh, Eight players out of the 23, uh, that's just over one-third of the squad uh, being made up of of Marmolodi Sundown's players who are on form, who are doing well um, and who are, you know, not not on the youthful side but still have a lot to offer in the next year or two uh, looking at AFCON next year uh, and then obviously building towards uh, the next AFCON and, and the start of the World Cup qualifiers for 2026. So I think uh from that perspective he's gone for form. Then you look at uh eight overseas based players, uh another third of the squad, uh just just over one third of the squad. So two-thirds of the squad is a mixture between the best we have to offer basically on the local uh on the local scene and then eight players who are doing well uh you know overseas um in various leagues across the world in the US uh, in Egypt uh in Europe uh, so he's he's really trying to mix things up, uh, giving us a, you know uh, a variety of of players that are doing well locally uh, and and showing you know their grit on on on, on the rest of the world stage uh, in various leagues. Um, so so that I think is is key. Uh, and then obviously the final uh, third, I think it's uh, that seven players uh, from the rest of the PSL, uh, which are really players who who are showing good form. Uh, who, who show potential of, of you know being uh, perhaps uh, long-term Bafana players uh, or who have been there and and, and done that uh, and really just you know shown in the past that that they can help Bafana in some some way or uh, or another uh, and then of course there's there's also the form aspect that that they've shown as well uh, you think of guys like um, uh, Zahille Le Paso who's just come off a of brace uh, just the other day. Yes, he hasn't shown the same consistency as, as someone like a Monapule Selang. Um, but it, it's really, it's, it's guys that, that have potential, uh, ages on their side as well. Uh, and they really just, you know, have something to offer, not just for now, uh, but, but in the years to come as well.
1: Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're speaking to SABC Sport reporter Chad Clate about the Bafana squad that was, that was announced today for the back to back qualifiers against Liberia. Uh, winning those will basically guarantee Bafana qualification for the next AFCON. We've got a couple of voice notes on 061 4104 107.
0: Good evening, Tabiso Musiya. I am very happy with the inclusion of Monopoly into the Bafana Bafana team that's going to play back-to-back matches against Liberia, which I'm not happy about. is the exclusion of Kuliso from Manuel Sandals. That guy is the best right back in the country at the moment. I don't know what the coach is thinking about that. Uh, this is Kamin Makengi from Bushpakarichirole Trust. Good evening, Tabison. My name is Farai. I'm from here in Cape Town. Is it difficult for Bafana Bafana coach to field his first 11 players, all from some since they are playing very good soccer, since they are playing free-flowing soccer, maybe you would just need to adjust while maybe Alente's position, Sharere's position, well, only those two positions. Is it difficult? I think fielding sundowns and making it the backbone of the national team, I think Bafana Bafana will, will benefit a lot from that. Good evening, Tabiso. it's Mandilake in deep Slut. Uh You know, uh, I always say, I put my head on the block, we have best talent, some of the best talent, different football in the world, best football in Africa. Uh, but our only problem is the coach. He, he went and humiliated us in France. We have never lost like that against Brazil or France. Um, so he takes players who don't deserve to play for Bafana. Bafana players like Niko Mobi and all those sorts of players who are busy fighting the relegation and tell us we don't have talent here in South Africa while you don't take the best talent. And it reminds me of people like Phillips who came here in South Africa and told people like Dr. Kumalo that who are you to play against Zidane? We have uh, teams like Sundowns, Kayser Chiefs who are fighting, uh, who, who have been in finals, who are fighting for KF each and every time. We have coaches like Bito and Penny McCarthy, but we still believe in someone like Yuko Bruce who doesn't believe in us.
1: You're listening to Sport On, on the Station of the Year. Okay, let's let Chad respond to that. Chad, in, in, I know there's been a lot of focus on Nico Mobi, and actually the last time I did the squad announcement, um, the coach said and i've got it in front of me word for word he said for me uh, mudau has dropped a little bit at sundowns he's not at the same level but Moby has never let me down since i got here to south africa and that's why i still pick him maybe he had a bad game against france but so did everyone else and uh, also he had no cover against france this was in november 2022 for you are there any surprises especially in the 12 players that have been cut down uh
2: i don't i don't think so um Yes, there's you know there's merit to to some of the the players or some of the players' cases uh, for a place in Bafana. Uh, you think of um, sorry, let me just find it for you. Uh, you think of um, you know at, at Tapelo Maseko. Uh, he's he's shown really good form at SuperSport United. Very young uh, and and a lot of potential. Someone we should be looking at. You know, perhaps including in in the squad just to get a feel of Bafana not necessarily playing on the pitch uh, but to train with these guys who are, who are playing at at the highest level uh, and just to get a feel of of what national team uh, football is about um Cody Sang I mean there's been constant cries for for Koba Mela to be included uh, in in the squad as well um but still he he can't get uh, you know that that nod uh, to to actually be in the squad uh, despite his good form uh, despite his you know massive amounts of, of potential that we've we've all been witness to uh, even when you know back at his time at, at bidviswitz uh, I used to see him you know at, at training regularly uh, playing Junior national team I mean he went to Olympics the guy' has really you know shown that he, he can hold his own on, on on the on the international stage as well so uh, there's definitely you know some merits to to for some of the players to argue, uh, Kulisa Mudau, uh, as the gentleman mentioned in his voice note, uh, is definitely a player on fire. Um, I, I don't think I've seen a Kulisa Mudau uh, playing at the level he's been playing at at Sundowns. Uh, you know, during his time at Leopards uh, or anywhere else, I think he's really grown um, and he's taken up uh, you know a, a massive role in in that Sundowns uh, setup, uh, which you know deserves credit and de- deserves, uh, in all honesty, in all fairness. Uh, looking at, at Bafana level as well, uh, but I do feel you know every coach has had uh, their favourites, they tried and trusted, uh, and I think you know Nico Mobi, uh, as as you've alluded to, is is one of those guys. Um, he, he doesn't feel like he's been let down by 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 Mobi at any point. Uh, yes, he's he's gone on loan to to Kune now, um, and it's it's you know it, it's I think if you look back. Uh, Pizzo had, Katleho uh, and We always kept faith in, no matter you know what his form is, uh, whether he's scoring or not. Um, I think Gordon, Gordon. It was, uh, it might have been Bradley at the time, if I remember correctly. Shakes had uh, Drogba and Dulula uh, There's always that one player that you know a national team <laughs> coach will have. Gabuza as well. Uh, there's always those you know those one or two three players that that a national team coach will just keep faith in. Uh, when when the whole nation feels like this guy doesn't be, deserve to be there why is he always there, He's, you know uh people say uh, this guy has something on the coach uh that is that is always included um but i think it's you know in a national team job you don't see players often uh, you don't get to spend much time with players so if you strike a bond with a player uh, you're going to keep faith in that player and and trust him uh to do what you you know see uh what you see fit for the national team, or what you require from them uh, in that specific role or that position. So I think Niko is one of those, and and I don't think you know any of the the players that have been omitted can can seriously argue as to saying ah, I could be in 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 this player's shoes or I could fill that player's shoes instead of selecting this one. I could be there. Uh, I think the the squad is very balanced. Uh, yes, we've got some senior guys. Siandat Kulu is playing in Azerbaijan. A lot of people could argue, you know, what's the level like in Azerbaijan? Is he really getting tested there? Uh, you know, form-wise, uh, you know, what is he doing? Uh, we don't even see Azerbaijan football uh, on on TV or anything. So, so what are, what are we, you know, what are we keeping hold of these guys? But it, it's what they bring, not just on the field, but off the field as well. Leadership, uh, you know, motivation in the squad, uh, how to relay messages from the coach to the rest of the team. There's a lot of dynamics at play in in, in, a, in a national team mm. setup, so I think in terms of balance, in terms of you know form, in terms of potential, uh, I think we really have a, a good squad. Uh, not many other coaches, you know, would would differ uh, vastly uh, from what Hugo Bruce has gone with uh, in, in this squad. Um, I mean, in particular, I'm I'm very excited about the uh, Mailula. I think a lot of people, uh, colleagues of mine, have said. Uh, no, Cassius must still buy this time in under-23, uh, you know, you must still earn his stripes at an international level. The guy is, is you know, biting everything in front of him. He's, mm. he's just knocking over everything in front of him. So why not give him that platform and say, you know what, go and test yourself at the highest level in Bafana uh, and see where you are actually. Uh, are you, you know, are you already exceeding under-23 level? Uh, and and you, you can hold your own at Bafana since you're already exceeding at, at top-flight level, having come in uh, just this season at 21 years old. You're already exceeding at, at the calf level. So, you know, what what's to say that, no, this guy must still bide buy, buy his time in the junior mm-hmm. national team? Just uh, finally, 21-year-olds elsewhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he's scoring goals. Sorry, just because of time. Just finally, yeah. uh, briefly, there seems to be an issue with the U.S.-based players. What's the story there with Njabul yeah. from and Llongwan?
2: Yeah, so, so from one is there's no issues. Uh, Minnesota are, are happy to release him. Um, but Njabulo Blom, as you all know, obviously left Kaiser Chiefs in January to join St. Louis City, uh, where he's now playing under former Vafana defender Bradley Carnell. Um, and it, it's obviously a hot topic that, uh, I, for those who aren't aware, uh, his club have said uh, he's sick and Njabulo's sick. So he missed St. Louis City's last uh, match. Uh, t- just over a week ago and uh, the club have now written to, to Safa to say uh, the player is sick uh, and that's why he missed the last match. Coach says he spoke to Njabulo himself. Uh, Njabulo says he thinks he has COVID uh, but there's oh. no test, there's no medical report or anything. So uh, it, it's a bit of, of a controversial topic uh, and and also the fact that he's, he's working under Bradley Carnell who's played for Bafana. He knows the dynamics of uh, You know Why is he not you know, mm. being a more um, you know parenting figure to say Jabulo, I think you should go. If it is the player who doesn't want to come, give him the the right advice to come. If he doesn't want to play, you know, tell the coach, coach, uh, I just arrived in the US. I don't want to come at this at this point in time. Mm. Uh, please give me some time to find my feet. You know, be straight up and, and be transparent. I think South Africa deserves it uh, as well as the coach. Uh, I mean, the the teammates. Uh, he, he's alongside. Just four four midfielders in the squad, uh, all international based, uh, barring to Boko Mokwena, of course. Uh, but, you know, respect your, your teammates, the colleagues that you are called up alongside and just be transparent and say, you know, I, I don't feel this is the right time for me to be, be coming to Bafana. U.S. is, is quite a distance. I don't want to lose my place in the team. I'm just finding my feet. You know, be, be straight so, up. So the coach if can call up sig- somebody else and, exactly. and, and open and that if you space sig- for someone else. Yeah, if you are sick, a medical report suffices, so what's the issue?
1: Chet. Thanks. Thanks for that uh, insight and analysis, uh, Chet Clayton, uh, sports reporter here at SABC Sport, talking about the Bafana squad announcement. Somebody said, filled the whole Sundowns team. I, I mean, we've seen it in the past. Spain have relied heavily on Barcelona in the past, uh, uh, Germany on Bayern Munich. I mean, it's not the whole team, but, but the majority of the players. And I think the coach has done that. Eight Sundowns players in this 23-man squad. And he has changed his mind, guys. He has. I don't want to say he's buckled under pressure, but he's changed his mind. now. He's gone for a lot of Sundowns uh, players and also remember the, the issue with temba zwane is still in the squad now but if he doesn't qualify for afcon then how do we judge the coach will it be a failure if he doesn't qualify for afcon okay we're going to speak after the break to the founder and ceo of my sports book walter mugwena who was also advisor to the sports minister natim Tete. and we just want to understand what is the role and what are the expectations on a sports minister